following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Nikki Spagnola. And it is time for another edition of Mix Shots, and we've got news happening throughout the day here at the Star in Frisco as we are at uh, midweek. Hey, this is like a this is like the regular work week begins today for a Sunday game because the Cowboys have a Sunday noon kickoff against the Jacksonville Jaguars at AT&T Stadium who will be playing their first team offense including their number 1 overall draft pick Trevor Lawrence who got named by Urban Meyer to be the starting quarterback shocking. to start the season and here's the more shocking thing here Mickey he is going shocking. to start against the Cowboys Boys on oh, no. Sunday. Really? So, yes. Yes. We'll, we'll see how good that second team defense is. There you go. And so, there's your Jacksonville Jag news off the top. And before Mickey jumps into the news of the day here at the Star, Everson, it's great having you back in Thank the studio. Thank you very much. It's funny that you mentioned Spags jumping in because he came in here out of breath, man. Yeah, He's he, ready to go. Something's going on. No, got, I was worn out from standing out there in that weather. <laughs> Holy cow. What is the temperature out I there I can today? tell you, when I walked into the building after Zeke did his interview, it was 95 degrees and the feel like was 108. Yes. It's 96. Seven right now here yeah, in the first like, The feel like if it feels like it, then that's what it, it is. It felt like 115. I, I, they they killed me with the temperature, and then there's the feel like. There's the feel to like. To me, the index is the is the temperature. The that's heat index doing. right now, or it's the the heat index high today is 104 degrees. Now, will that get you ready for the <laughs> season Tampa, opener? Tampa Tampa Bay <laughs> weather, absolutely. That's ex- this is exactly what Mike McCarthy wanted. And, and he, then you see some guys out there doing the drills, and and you know. Trying to get sweats. ready. Why? Oh, Zeke come had, on. Zeke With sweats had, on? Zeke had as much on, and he didn't have the fancy sweats. He had the old cotton yes. things. <laughs> the huge, thick, that, yeah. pillowy sweats. And then he had long, two long sleeves. That's your granddaddy shirts. wears. <laughs> yeah. Two, or you will wear in about 15 years, right? Two sweatshirts, and it was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. It was this. This was Austin, at least, maybe a little bit of Wichita Falls. He, he always reminds me of back in the day we had to make weight, you know, so guys would be partying on the weekends. And, yeah. You know, your weight might be, you know, you're barely under a pound or whatever, but by the time the weekend's over, you played your butt off, but then on Sunday night, Monday, then all of a sudden here comes Tuesday, you're off. Wednesday, you got to make weight. That's a lot of time in there. Well, I remember- A lot of recreational time, which we don't always use to – to rest. I remember when they were, <laughs> when they were in uh, Wichita Falls when every morning at 9 o'clock was like this, and every afternoon it would be 110 or above uh, with the wind blowing 20 miles an hour. They had to weigh in after practice, and then they had to weigh in before the second practice to make sure they put back the weight they lost. Interesting, because of the uh, you lost so much liquid. You no one, no one cared about losing weight and back. All they cared about what you gained. They made sure you ate too, because the last thing you want to do is eat when you're wow. dehydrated. That's so right? careful these days. How about That's so that, nice. Right? It's almost like the the the, the mothers that to beats. The, to the, so that beats. you're talking that they did that in Wichita Falls. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. so what did the GPS say on them back 
back yeah, in Wichita Falls. Yeah, they didn't have those GPS. <laughs> As a matter of fact, when we were in Austin, I, I remember, you remember Don Cochran, right? Yes, the, of course. He was the trainer. He would carry around this little metal ball, and it was supposed to measure the heat and the heat index with the humidity. And if it got to certain thing, they were supposed to take more breaks. They ain't calling off practice, but they're going to take more <laughs> breaks, right? When could they start drinking water? Oh. <laughs> so I heard um, one one of the coach. I can't remember who I heard this from. It was one of the coaches they were talking about when he was in high school. So it reminded me of high school. Two-hour practice in August, and we got a break after one hour. And we got two ice cubes because you had to be a man. You, you remember could not they, be remember they would keep water. you away from the water. Oh yeah, no. that was no, that was standard practice. No one gets water. And <laughs> and before practice, you could take a handful of salt tablets. And, 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 and I never did and that. And ingest those. I never did that. What was the point? I never I, understood I, that. I guess you had to get sodium in. I don't know what the but deal was. But isn't that was. dehydrating you? Isn't that, well, no, because you think about pickle juice. The, what's in pickle, the pickle juice, juice? That's right. Remember we got to keep you from cramping. It's all to keep you from cramping. Yeah. yeah. When, we, when we had wrestling practice. They don't practice, care about you dying. It's just they don't want you cramping. <laughs> when we had wrestling practice, after practice, we had to run the hallways, right? And the head coach would 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 hide by the uh, door that was next to the drinking fountain. So the door was recessed, and, and he would be hiding in there. So you didn't know where he was. Didn't want you to stop to get water because that shows weakness. It did. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is high school. That lets you know that coaches, they're just evil people. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. They enjoyed it. They enjoyed it while we were out there just killing ourselves and failing. And they just sat there, and, and they made it worse because they would point out your failures knowing that they couldn't do any better. The shocking thing was <laughs> nobody died and no one got sick. That is very shocking. How would you do in the Landry Mile? I wasn't a, At that time, I wasn't a jogger, but I was always in shape. So it wasn't gonna, it a land, the Landry Mile? What was it that they had at the beginning of training camp? Like well, you know why they call it the Landry Mile. Yeah, what? Because it's a mile and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called the Landry Mile, because it's over a mile. Let's, let's be clear on this. And you had a time limit. Yeah. Yes, right? you did. Yes. So, Dennis Thurman was the best. Uh, Ron Fellows. So what times are we good. looking at? You remember? What the- uh, it, I, I think at the time I was younger. So I can still run it faster than I can now, even though I'm better at it and I'm older. I think I may have made a mile in about 15 minutes, maybe. Oh, oh you, did you did it much faster. faster. Did I do faster than that? No. Maybe that's what, doing. that's what I'm doing now. Right? Walk that. <laughs> I'm walking 15 minutes now. No, no it was about 10 minutes. And so you went about, it took, about 15, not, it took about 15 overall. The mile and a half. I think thought it was up a hill, wasn't it? No, no, it was just no. around. Oh, no, it was around if, the track. If you didn't make it, then you had to had go, run, run you had the hill. To go with oh, up, the, up to the up to the CLC or walk with him well, up, up to the, the, up yes. to the CLC. Yeah, yeah, which is up to the okay. like the, the butt of the the yeah, mountain. Because you back then you would have run if it was just one mile. You're running about ten. ten no, miles, you would have done. You would have done. You'd six. About seven or eight. You sure? You would. You would have done six minutes. You just didn't know me when we were when we were in high school. We had to do it in twelve. Which oh that's I mean that is that's a slow jog but but when you're young you're not used to running distances. no no one was jogging back then uh, Bill no I mean ran. you should have seen guys the lineman hey 15 was was good for alignment I'm just saying we were we hated it we didn't run with purpose we yeah. ran because we were getting punished 
we looked at right. it as punishment. Yeah. So we didn't really put that effort into it. And, uh, and Babe Laufenberg was telling me the other night that uh, the Jimmy in the asthma field, uh, beginning of <laughs> camp in the summer, of course, they did it at Valley Ranch. 1989. Uh, and I'm trying to remember the number of 110s that Jimmy had oh, to run. He, he it was 17 yeah. 110s, and they had to do it. You had Depending to, on the position. Yeah, in a certain amount of time. What yeah. they did was you would they would it didn't matter That's really right. you what were the there. time was. You were there, yeah. It was a matter of getting back. You right. recall we had to walk back. So the the time wasn't just what you did the the, the um one tens in, it was also the cumulative time of you coming back. And you had to rest and then the other guys would right. go. So we then, would go in stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you the kicker was holding the stages up. You know, that's what that's why he got mad at it because we're going to stages and the kickers. You know, he held up the kickers stage. He was dragging. Yeah, he was dragging the whole thing. That, that coach, held I got, coach, I got asthma. Oh, do you remember that? I remember. There. Yes, of course I do. Well, yes. I mean, because he got played up, and here we are, they thirty-two years up. later, and, and we're still was, talking about it. I thought but it was I didn't a bunch of crap. Well, you know what it was? He, he was expendable. He wasn't going to be the. Yeah, kicker. it was just like hard knocks. We're just talking about hard knocks. I mean, everything is is is. Staged, you know that was Jimmy's time to show that he was Jimmy. That I'm coming in here. These guys are used to losing, and I'm going to show them something different. Well, you pick on a kicker, <laughs> you know that was. We were not impressed as players. And a, by and the way, and a guy that wasn't going. I think it was. We knew he wasn't going to make Mas, the team. Was it Massimo Manca or something like that? He was kind of foreign or whatever. And, and I thought that was so cruel cool because I mean this is this guy's dream, right? And now he's being used as some peg, you know. And that just kind of it, it really. It, it pissed me off a little bit. <laughs> but he got the I'm message across. Yeah, and we're still 1-15 when right. the day is yeah. out. Yeah. 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 And, we're, and we're still talking about it 32 years yeah, later. Exactly. All right, bring us up to speed on what the news of the day is here, Mickey. All right, uh, the Cowboys had two more players go on the COVID-19 reserve list. Uh, DeMonte KZ, who we suspected yesterday when he wasn't at practice, Mm. and they talked about one guy had to be retested. Well, he was the guy being retested and ended up testing positive, along with Connor Williams. Oh, Lord. is now on the COVID-19 list. They got one guy off. Uh, So give me the protocol. Israel Mukwamu. Got it out, didn't I? He did. Very uh, good. <laughs> and he, he, and he He's needs, back in. And so he can play Sunday. Yes. So he was a close contact. He obviously was vaccinated, which means he just needed to have two uh, negative tests over a forty-eight hour or twenty-four hour period. Yeah. Two. So if you if you're positive, if you're if you're no, vaccinated, it, it, I understand. Yeah. If you're, if you're vaccinated, vaccinated and, uh, and close contact. Okay, if you're positive and you're vaccinated, then it's a 48-hour deal. I think it might be uh, a five-day. Is that right, five? I think it's five. Uh, But you got to test negative twice before you're allowed back. If you're unvaccinated, it's a 10-day period. Damn. I'm sorry. Excuse me. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) My understanding is if you tested positive, if you're vaccinated and tested positive, then you have to produce two negative tests at least 24 hours yes. apart from each right. other, and then right. you can return. Mm-hmm. And vaccinated individuals will not be subject to quarantine as a result of close contact with mm-hmm. an infected person if Excellent. you don't if you're asymptomatic. And see, the, in the case of Cam Newton in New England, he had a, to he left the the area, and then he had to. 
he had to go into quarantine for five days, even though he hadn't tested positive or anything. But they assume you're – and maybe it's because he's not vaccinated. I don't I know for sure. Is. Maybe yes. he is vaccinated. Okay. I'm not sure. And I'm wondering, but, but, that's, but that's a lot of days. That's a different protocol there where, you, where the five days comes in. And it's because he left the area? Yeah, and there was a misunderstanding. He went to see a doctor outside the area and, and because there was a potential exposure. That so, he, and when he came back, he had to quarantine for five days. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. No, he, he didn't test positive or didn't have any symptoms. It was he just came back and he had, he, but since he because left. Because he was outside went, the area. Yeah. Okay. He, okay. And then uh, Rico Dowdle. Uh, ended up with a hip injury after the game, wow. and he, he has been placed on injured reserve. So that means he's out for the season. So the third running back, if they keep three, uh, is wide open, or maybe they keep a fullback and just two running backs. Uh, Trayvon Diggs missed practice with an illness, not COVID, it, uh, an illness. Uh, this was a good day to miss practice out in yeah, the 104 no degree. Yeah. You were index. planning ahead, right? <laughs> uh, so by my count, they've got four guys on injured reserve now because uh, they've got for five, the season for, for the, the season. season five guys on the COVID reserve and just two guys left on pup because Zerline came off. Uh, and, and he came out. He was activated, and that, and that's why they made the move on Dowdle today to put him on injured reserve, right? To clear the roster uh, spot, right? No, they actually needed to clear that roster spot yesterday uh, yeah. before they put uh, Williams uh, and KZ on okay. COVID nineteen. So ten more guys, I counted, are either uh, rehabbing mm-hmm. or missing practice because they've been hurt. So I counted 21 guys, including the IR guys, the COVID guys, the PUP guys, and guys that were rehabbing injuries that didn't practice uh, were not a part of the practice today. And 21 out of – well, it they started with 90, right? Right. So – Pretty shorthanded at the safety position. Yeah, and you haven't mentioned the one, the other injury at the safety position, number six. Oh yeah, and Donovan Wilson. Sorry, he was one of my ten. Uh, got a groin strain, and he left practice early yesterday. We weren't sure why he walked off, and it ended up being a groin strain. So, so the safety position. It's a good thing McQuamu came back today because they were down to like four guys. So when they lined up with the first-team defense, it was uh, J-Run Curse uh, and Darian Thompson, uh, the starting two safeties. And the second guys ended up being uh, Coyle and Parker. Steven Parker and Tyler Coyle. Yes. So those were the, the backup guys. So, yeah, they were – I thought they were going to have to start moving corners to safety to get through, and then McQuamu came back. Uh, so, yeah, they – uh, this stuff is real, all right, and and it, it's going around the NFL right now. It's going through this this organization right now. And I looked in the paper this morning for the high schools that are starting on Thursday. There's already ten games this weekend canceled, <laughs> canceled already wow. because of COVID. Oh, this is crazy. So you know. So in regards to the NFL, uh, what team is in more dire straits than we are? 
You know, there have been several teams that have uh, have had uh, a handful of players who have gone into COVID protocol. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, the week of the Arizona game, the only reason I'm familiar with it, like the Arizona game and preparing for the game, they had four or five players that were in COVID protocol that week. So it hasn't been unusual that teams would have players in COVID protocol. Now, whether they tested positive or not, right. is it, it's uncertain because they don't have to reveal that. Um, but um, And usually, within a week, those guys come back. Uh, And so I think if you go around the league, there's probably, um, I don't know how many teams, but I know that there have been a number of teams that have dealt with I don't. I don't recall one that's that's had as many as six as what the Cowboys have right now. This is this is as many, if not just one less than they had all All last year. year. Yeah, and it's haven't played a game yet. Mm -hmm. So it tells you this is real, and it's why Jerry came out and said what he said yesterday uh, when he did his interview with the fan. He came out pretty strong. Uh, and the big thing is for the Cowboys, uh, they, right now they've got a 93, as of uh, the beginning of this week, 93% vaccination rate among the players, uh, according to Jerry or Steven. I can't remember who said that. But, uh, and then there are well, some of that. that and the, there's at the press conference. That's right. That's right. That was, it, that was in the release. when. And this uh, is just the team itself. This has nothing to do with uh, 100, doctors. and 100% of the staff. 100% the staff. Of, the, of the staff and 93% of the players. And there are some uh, that are en route to getting fully vaccinated. They've had the shots, but they haven't uh, the had the two weeks, or they haven't spent the two weeks since the second shot to right. be considered fully vaccinated. And when you start talking about, what, 93%, uh, that 7% is, that's huge. Well, I mean, it's a 90-man roster, yeah. and so um, you see fairly easy to do the math. There's, it you is, know, but, there's but probably, it also depends on the quality of that particular player. Right. You know, I mean, one one player may weigh more than the other. I mean, you got a special teams guy that might be, you know, test positive. But let's say you've got, uh, I don't want to throw any names out there, but a wide receiver that doesn't want to take a shot and all of a sudden he's sick. Well, everybody else, and he's a starter. Well, here, here's know, the here's the issue that. with that. In fact, Buffalo's do, dealing with that's, that right I now. Didn't want to mean, I didn't want to, Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley's in COVID protocol, because, and it's widely known. That, and he's a freaking amazing. And, and, he's, he's he's that dude. But but he is, and he has been very vocal that he's not getting vaccinated. Well, he's in COVID protocol right now because he's a close contact. Not that he he didn't test positive, and being unvaccinated. He has to spend ten, even if he was considered a close contact. He has to spend ten days in and quarantine. That started last week, right? and so that's the huge thing. Once you get towards the regular season, okay, now you get somebody in his position group who tests positive, and since he was in close contact, now With the rest of his let's position. say on, on a Friday, another wide receiver tests positive. Well, Cole. You're not only missing this Sunday's game, but it's ten days. You're going to miss next Sunday's game too, if if, if the timing happened like yeah, of that. Of course, yes. And, and so, and so if you have unvaccinated players, you have to keep them away <laughs> during meetings and stuff. They have to. Uh, it's kind of hard to do, man. Yeah, you, you, I, you say that. Well, they're, they're, right? keep them away from who? It's a football a, game. They're doing a lot. No, of no, <laughs> it's not so much on the field. Okay, because on the, that's the weird part. On the that's field, the weird part, right? It, you can't. Keep but them if away. you're on the sideline, <laughs> if you're in meeting, especially in meetings indoors, they're starting. They to go, have to be. They're starting to go more virtual meetings. Yeah. 
Uh, they do a virtual meeting with Dan Quinn, who's still out. They're spreading out. They're having the meetings back in the in, in Ford Center where they can spread out in the corridors. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the whole thing is like you're going back to where you were. And that's why Jerry came out so strongly yesterday. And I'm going to read you what he had to say. Mm -hmm. You certainly don't want to be doing anything that causes your teammates to not be available. All of that comes to the same conclusion as far as what you agreed to be as far as a player, to be part of a team. You check I at the door, so to speak. Right. It's about we. Everyone has the right to make their own decision in regards to their health and their body. I believe that completely. Until that decision on yourself impacts negatively on others, then the common good takes over. I'm arm-waving here, but everything <laughs> to do with how I look at our team and how I look at our society. And that shit, that's it right there. It's not just the team. It's, the, it's society as well. So that, that, that could be said from 1600 Pennsylvania as well as here at the Star. Yeah. Yeah. It, absolutely. And it could be said in the Plano School District where they had a big meeting on wearing masks in school and everybody, there was a bunch of people there saying, I need my freedom. You know, I, I should be able to decide. And they're saying, no, you better mask up. So, yeah, this thing is, is raging once again. So uh, if you want some good news... <laughs> Uh, Dak Prescott did, for the first time, take part in some of the team uh, drills, the 11-on-11, and actually threw the ball. And I saw him throw the ball a good 30 yards to Dalton. I think it was Dalton Schultz. Mm -hmm. And it was a completion, and his arm didn't fall off. <laughs> <laughs> it's still attached to still his body. Still attached. <laughs> So, All right. <laughs> so if you needed some good news, that was the good news. And Cooper Rush continued to take the snaps with the first team in, in the other drills they were doing. But Dak did uh, uh, just a seven-man passing route thing. Uh, he did a little bit of seven-on-seven. Seven, and then when they did team, uh, I think he had three separate occasions. He went out with the first team 11-on-11. 11 11. So you think Gary Gilbert's performance or lack thereof – do you think that had anything to do with uh, Cooper Rush being? Oh yeah, that and so you and think, do you think it has if, to if, do if, with if, Cooper if, Rush's performance, not not uh, not Gilbert's. So if Gilbert would have just really balled out the way Rush did, let's say if their performances would have been they switched. would have been switched. Yeah, that, that you still think they would have been. No, no, they would not have been. They would not have been if Gilbert had done what Cooper did last game, then. Yeah, he left the door open. Yes, he did. And now, now it's up to Rush to see: Can I do that two weeks in a row? Mm -hmm. And now, okay, according to Urban Meyer this morning, Jacksonville. He said, "Now we'll see. He may get to Sunday and decide against it." But uh, he said that all healthy players are going to play, and so Cooper Rush will go up against what is essentially Jacksonville's first team defense. Yes. He did say Miles Jack is playing very well for him. Is not. It's probably not going to play. Mm -hmm. He, the way he terms it, it's whether you're game ready or not, and he considers Miles Jack to be game ready. Does this and, remind you of Jimmy Johnson taking over in '89? Well, I, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with Jacksonville. Here's the other thing about all right, the the Cowboys are in a different position than Jacksonville, not only because of expectations, because okay, Jacksonville's got a rookie quarterback. They were. Were they one in fifteen last year? They had the top pick in the draft, so they were whatever they were, <laughs> and so they are not going to the Super Bowl this year, right? And so, and Trevor Lawrence needs as many reps as he can get, That's okay, true. right now, and so, and you want to get your first team guys out there with them, even though they're injury depleted on their offensive line. The other difference between Dallas and Jacksonville is Jacksonville has a full two weeks. 
from Sunday until their first uh, game against Houston. The Cowboys have what is what basically eleven days yes, before right. they open the season the following Thursday. So the timing of it is much more like years past when we would play a Thursday game to close out the preseason and then open the season on a Sunday. It's almost the same type thing. That's why I think you'll see more teams that will go ahead, and also the Cowboys. Are, this is their fourth preseason game, and yeah, uh, we got and one the other, more than yeah, else. you're right. And so I think across the league, you will see it's just up to the coach. You'll see more teams playing starters in this game because it timing-wise, it's just like it was back when you played your dress rehearsal game. It was two weeks before the first game, and then the fourth game would be on a Thursday. Yeah, so. And I kind of looked at it as uh, just Trevor Lawrence himself. I, I thought that maybe he him starting and probably starting for the entire preseason is something that he needed. Because of him being a rookie and needing and, to come out strong for Jacksonville, and they can control his snaps by plays they call. Right, you don't call a lot of you know five step drops, seven step drops. It's three steps out, swing passes, get it out quick, so you don't put them. You're in, still working in on those basic way. things yeah. that are going to be your staple for your so offensive. Just team. to go over this real quick, so active pup still two guys, Chauncey Golston and Tristan Hill. I get a feeling both of those guys may end up on that to start the season. Because when you start looking at the cuts and you would have to make active some cuts. Active pup, meaning they – They're active pup now, but they would go on pup and then they got to miss six weeks, six six games. So they don't they do not count against the 53-man roster. At that at, point, yes. Because yeah. they have not participated in a practice so right, far. Right, exactly. They've been on pup since the beginning of They also have camp. Uh, one guy on NFI, non-football injury, T.J. Vasher, the wide receiver from Texas Tech. So they can stash him. He could stash him. He doesn't him. count against the roster. And then already on injured reserve means you're you're out for the season. Uh, Rico Dottle, Reggie Robinson, Shewu Lanalua, and Mitch Hyatt. And then on the reserve COVID-19 list, Malik Hooker, DeMonte KZ, Connor Williams, CeeDee Lamb, and Carlos Watkins. So... Malik Hooker's getting himself in a little bit of a jam here because he was late to try to show him what he can still do coming back from the ruptured Achilles. Uh, and he just played the the first time this past game. Mm-hmm. And now he's probably not playing unless he – my understanding with him, he, he, he was within distance of the second shot, but you have to be two weeks removed from the second shot. Right. So that meant he was late getting his shots. Um, and the safety, well, now the safety position, you know, they're stressed. You know, what's going to happen? Is Donovan man, Wilson going to be ready? And start working out again. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, did is it your understanding Hooker tested positive or was he a close contact? Where's my list? Um, I, he's got. It, it says he he's got he must have tested positive. He's got two shots, but he's not two weeks removed from the second one. So I think he wasn't a close contact. McQuamu was close contact. Um, where was the other guy? I was trying to see if I had them all on here. So yeah, you know if you were if you were vaccinated and it was close contact, you'd be back by now, right? Well. If you were asymptomatic, well, it depends. Like for instance, on Hooker, if depends on when he got his test, right? And, and so it maybe 
he gets fully vac- – maybe that two-week time period ends before Sunday and he could play if he if he didn't test If positive. he makes the roster. If, if he was a client – if he makes the roster. No, I'm talking about this Sunday. Oh, okay. If let's say let's say he got his second shot two weeks ago Friday. Right. This Friday. Two weeks ago. Okay. okay? Then you. he would be fully vaccinated on Friday and then could play in the game on Saturday if he was a close contact. And otherwise, if he's not vaccinated, he has to spend ten days uh, in quarantine. So, as, as a close contact. So can you leave guys on COVID so you didn't have to cut them? <laughs> well, one thing about it, because of the COVID, because of the guys on COVID, they didn't go. have to do the cuts this week. Right. right. Yeah. Right. There could be some fudging going on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mickey, uh, do you have your reads? Are you ready to read when we come back here Let's in a second? Let's see if I Okay. Have that. He's going to go find it. <laughs> Otherwise, it could be really interesting because he'll do it by memory when we come back on Mix Shots. Sounds like he Honey, does big it. news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back, back to mixed shots. The New Era Sideline Collection has landed in stores so fans can wear the same headgear as the team. Just head to the Pro Shop, your official store of Cowboys Nation, and get the 2021 New Era Draft Cap. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or online at shop.dallascowboys.com. All right, very good there, Mickey. Get to change the copy. All right. That was you, good. Did, you must have wrote it yourself. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Headwear and headgear. <laughs> there you go. All right, we continue here on Mixed Shots. And by the way, we will be along again on Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Right, Mickey? Correct. Okay. So I want to find out um, Hard Knocks last night. Did you like it? 
I, I mean, how could you not like the intro to the show? I was going to say the cinematic quality was top notch. I did not see it. Well, oh, you got go to on see Twitter. The opening. It's it's, it's uh, it went viral on Twitter, and you can watch it. Uh, but the drone uh, was it three minutes long? Three minute drone flight that that started outside Tostitos Championship Plaza. It flew through a truck, <laughs> <laughs> through the windows, through the statues, <laughs> through and, and and the audio quality it was like a radio sports talk radio was playing. It uh, you could hear as it went through the truck, and then it went uh, through a. Was a yoga class out there? Yeah, over a yoga class through the door uh, through, at the Ford uh, Center. Yeah, and, that's nice. And oh. and before it completed, it went through the um, the structures in the weight room, like mm-hmm. where the weights are racked. They went right through the middle. Who was handling that thing? I wanted to meet the pilot. <laughs> that's what I want to know. Somebody with a joystick was doing a hell of it. Well, well, here's what I understand too. Uh, it took them fifteen. Uh, 15 tries, and the last one, my understanding was, it was perfect. So they didn't have to splice. I thought they spliced a whole bunch of takes together to get. I mean, it, it didn't look like there were any edits no, in that no. thing. No, and, and now they can. And then the funny thing was, and I missed it. Somebody told me so when they did the credits at the end, and they were showing some outtakes. They showed one where the drone clipped the. The little statues yeah. out, out <laughs> yeah, in the star it. area. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, somebody flew that thing through everything. See, I wonder how if, in real and it was time. A small, and it was a small drone. It had dr- to be a fit through the holes they were fitting it through. Yeah. That's why it took 15 tries. But I just don't understand how they do it to begin with. But uh, – and, and what speed does it go, and uh, as it's as it's flying, and how much do they speed it? It doesn't look like uh, it's sped up. I mean, but with computer generated yeah. uh, technology, you know, you can make the people that are do- in the yoga class not be sped up while the drone is spread. So you can see what Bill Jones thinks of Hard Knocks when that was the highlight of his uh, I mean, I, fifty-eight I, minute show. I am looking at it as we speak. The uh, wow. The Oscar for best cinnamon <laughs> cinematography. <laughs> yep, it's that just got one. Yes. wasn't it? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, you know. Oh, that's Bill jogging. Wow, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't understand how they didn't uh, continue to address uh, the Dak Prescott story, the fact that they film and maybe they were running. You know, I know they have deadlines, and so. His workout Saturday at the game was pretty extensive, and I thought that would be pretty valuable, but they didn't show it. So I don't know if they were allowed to show it or what, but uh, they were there filming. But it's going to be on this next episode. Or maybe it's on the next episode, although they had stuff from the game, though. They did, but... Now they've got two games, and you're moving closer to the season. I think it's more storylines. They probably had other stories they wanted to tell this week, and so and those in some of those stories, maybe those players won't be on the team next week. I mean, the cut down day. Well, I, I think that's a good point. That's probably more than anything. So they'll they'll do the Dak story, where they've got not only this past week but also Sunday his pregame workout. And, so uh, two more shows. They've two got more shows. Four hard it, yeah, two more shows. Episodes. Right. Okay. So the cuts will happen the Tuesday before 
before the last show. And so the cuts, the cuts will actually be in the last episode. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. It'll be. So this week will be, that will be included for next Tuesday's show. And this last, that's, that's getting late on the the last uh, yeah so that's why i think they they took a lot of the stuff that they shot on saturday against the texans will be in this coming show and then the the, the turk and everything else uh, the cut downs and everything will right. be on the last show and they'll also have the start of the first week of practice for the season opener which i think would be yeah because you're playing Friday. a Thursday it would be yeah with a Thursday Friday. game the last episode will be the Tuesday before the Thursday game yeah yeah so so, so they've got a lot of more ground to cover I, I'm still waiting for the Randy Gregory story uh, we haven't we haven't seen that we got to get an update on Dak uh, haven't seen that um, trying to think what else that um, they haven't done much with the with the offensive line. Uh, they did the uh, Alicorn uh-huh. uh, story. Considering just how much in, in disarray we were last year in regards to the offensive line, you would think that that would be one of the major stories. Just even just the group itself. Yeah, you know, sort of, sort of. All like, of them are extremely unique individuals themselves, and the stories that that they can tell. You know that would really go well. So that sort of like the the story we did for the uh, pregame show, the first uh, pregame show we did with Nate, uh, Nate interviewing the three offensive linemen, Tyron, Lale, and Zach, mm-hmm. which was really good. They could have done a thirty-minute show on that. The, the, I saw the entire interview. You can do thirty minutes on Nate alone. Well, yeah, just asking <laughs> questions, right? Uh, and 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 you know, if Hard Knock saw that, they should have said, "Oh, let's use that." You know, it, it was great. I mean, it was really informative because uh, you usually don't get Tyron to talk very much. Um, Zach showed a little bit of his personality, and Lael's Lael, so uh, I thought it was really good. And yeah, and they, they, they could do that story. So we'll see where it goes from there. All right, on the practice field today, yes. what else caught your eye besides Dak Prescott throwing a 30-yard pass and completing <laughs> it without his arm falling off? Yes. Uh, um, um, Cooper Rush had a couple good throws, uh, a couple good uh, deep throws. Can you see him improving? I mean, is this just Gary Gilbert letting it go, or is this Cooper Rush really I think getting an up? opportunity because he's healthy. Remember, he missed time in, pra- in training camp. First, he had back issue, uh, and that cost him about three, I want to say at least three practices. Uh, and then he had developed a, a shoulder injury. He got hit in one of the preseason games, and he started missing practice that next week. And so finally he got an opportunity. You know, I always thought his, his downside was he, he has a slow release, like his arm has to go a long ways. We talked about that last yeah, year. Yeah, before, before he actually throws the ball. You know, if I can, if I can put his – Recognition into Danucci, we'd have us a backup quarterback, I think. Um, and so, uh, you know, we'll see what he does. You got to do this consistently, but at least he's got his name now, at least in the conversation. And we'll see how he plays on Sunday. All right, I'm curious. What have you seen with Danucci and his recognition? Oh, you mean because it's slow? <laughs> <laughs> 
based on what the coaches said, his recognition is not that good. They were, what Miss Meyer was saying, why are you looking right, over there? Exactly. You have no reason for your that eyes not to be there. Yes. <laughs> your eyes aren't supposed to be there. <laughs> He's, you know what? He's got. I think what you mean is Danucci's release is a little quicker. Oh, no, it's a just, lot quicker. Yeah, just by nature. And I mean, he's got a strong arm, too. But it's the the release is quicker, but the mechanics are horrible. Yes, because of the sidearm? Yes. Yeah. And, and too many. Now, it's good to do that once in a he while. He does it all the time. You have to, you have to yeah. you know, throw around some. Yes. That's fine. We see Mahomes do it all the time. It looks cute when it's when it's needy. Yeah. But, but when it, when you don't need it. Then it, it looks awkward. It's like you got to come over the top. So, but he's like, still... like the Mahomes no look pass looks great until it gets intercepted and returned for a touchdown. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. The Danucci passes. Yes, right. Yeah, and and, and like on the the fifty two yard uh, interception return, he underthrew that ball. That. Oh, the one that got the was pick, it the one that got tipped? Mm-hmm. Is that the one that got tipped? Yeah, and he got yeah. yeah it was an un, and when he went to the sideline, he was curious what happened. And, and so a lot of it is just he's young, you right? Know? And and, and I think it was Nussmeyer pointed out to him because he, he thought he threw a nice pass, right? Well, it got tipped. He didn't get to his receiver, and so it was underthrown. Underthrown, in other words. Yeah. yeah. And so that, that's the difference playing at this level and playing it at didn't James look like Madison. It was going to be complete. No, it wasn't. No. Yeah. And then the no. last one, it was just a dead. He was just throw. he was just wondering how it got intercepted. Yeah. He knew it was going to be incomplete, but how did it get intercepted? Yeah. Right. I think that's what happened. So, you know, he's still getting his reps. We'll see. Uh, you might want to keep him on. I mean, you got 16 spots on the okay. practice squad. Uh, okay, I didn't mean to get sidetracked on yes. the, on Danucci. <laughs> what else talk. did I see? But no, no. <laughs> so where where are we as far as a backup quarterback right now? I think it's still up in the air. Don't There's you? There's no doubt. Right? Yep, there's no doubt. And, and that brings and I, in... I look at the Jacksonville team that's coming in here. They've got four quarterbacks, including C.J. Beathard as a veteran guy, uh, and they've got who they got? I was looking at their roster today. Uh, well, they've got not only Gardner Minshew as a backup, but also C.J. Beathard as a backup, uh, who's in his fifth year in the league. And is actually, they're not giving up Minshew. And actually, no, they're not giving up no. Minshew, and so that's why I mentioned C.J. Beathard. A guy like that who has some starting experience in the league. Keep that's a, what keep you have an, to keep an eye Those on. are the guys that might, that'll get cut. And because they also have a sixth-round draft pick from last year, Jake Luton by – by Sunday, I need to know how to pronounce his last name for sure. <laughs> but uh, one of those quarterbacks is going to get cut. They're not keeping four on their 53-man roster. So teams like that, that's why uh, this is not going to be settled. Even if Cooper Rush has the same performance on Sunday that he had last Saturday night, it's not going to get settled until after right. the cuts. Now, to give you an idea, I, I wrote down quarterbacks that got cut these last couple days, and it's nothing to get excited about, right? right? Uh Kenji Bahar, Jordan Te-Amu, Te-Amu. Uh, Atlanta signed. You just, you just you just wanted to do this so you could show off and show how you can pronounce uh, these names. Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen, former first rounder, right. got released, and, and Atlanta signed, signed again. Him. Atlanta signed yeah, him again. A, yeah, he's about to get released again. He's always getting released. So, <laughs> Anthony Gordon, Delvin Hodges, Danny Etling, Alex Mago. Uh, Eric Dungy, these are guys that that been released over these last two days. It, and looks, it's like, it sounds like you just read off the Alliance of American <laughs> yes, Football. Yes, uh, exactly. So that so there's still some guys that have to be released. Oh, by the way, the Saints signed Jeff Heath too. 
Yeah, he's, yeah, I saw that. And Lance Lenore got released by Buffalo. So, so the the Raiders got rid of he. Yeah, he had, he had been let go uh, as a cap casualty yeah. uh, back at the beginning of uh, the spring. Right. Yeah, right. and so he was – and it was last week sometime the Saints signed Yeah, that secondary is not that great, but he was the best thing they had. Let him in interceptions. Yeah. I mean, that's not end-all, do-all, but – You know what? The, the poor thing about Jeff Heath is he's a good player, but you always want better. Right, he's in that category. Like, well, I can do better than that, right? Maybe they you always can't, say that right? about me too, Spags. Yes. I understand exactly what you're saying. <laughs> Keep on going. I'm right there with you, buddy. <laughs> so, but, but no. Uh, uh, so yeah, you got to keep an eye on the waiver wire uh, next Tuesday. If we're gonna go for a quarterback, it won't be a young guy. No, we're definitely right. going for another Andy Dalton, somebody like that. And Andy might create an opportunity for us because you've got Nick Foles up there. No, he's the starter. Andy? Yeah. Or at least they said he was. The, the, Andy's the starter in Chicago? For yes. the first game. For yes. the first game. Yep. Huh. Yep. And so Foles is the. Yeah, Foles still would be, to me, mm-hmm. the guy that would be available. Would you? Would you? Well, he makes $8 million right now. And so it's what, is, what is he willing to big, play for? Big dead money, too. Yeah. For them. Yeah. So For them. And so, and so yeah. okay, so here's the other part of it. How much are you willing to spend as far as salary cap on the backup quarterback? What can you afford? I would do, I would do what you did with Andy Dalton last year, $3 million base salary mm-hmm. with incentives that you can make seven. And just as an example of that, uh, okay. Incentives we don't want him to make. The, the, right, exactly. <laughs> just, just, just to give you a gauge on what some of the other teams who are considered contenders are spending on backup quarterbacks right now. I'm just familiar with Arizona because we just did their game, and Colt McCoy, his salary is 1.2 million, and he's, he's getting a lot of snaps. And he's there, but he's their backup quarterback to Kyler Murray. Uh, I think Chase Daniels probably about the same with the Chargers, you know, veteran guys, whatever. And so those are in that realm. Uh, Foles is at eight million. Uh, Dalton, what he signed is it ten million? But it's but his guarantees four point five. Okay. So so yeah, if you can you know if you can afford it, they don't have that much money on on the, on the salary cap remaining. So. And, that, and that's that's why it's a, a pertinent question. But whoever gets released and they look up and say, oh, the season starts in 12 days and I don't have a job, yeah, you're probably not negotiating real hard, right, <laughs> mm-hmm. if you want to get a job. Uh, you're not going to start playing one team off another uh, to see if somebody will sign me. But it has to be somebody with experience starting. Right. Right? I don't want a young guy that's, oh, you know, he he's, this guy's got some talent, and, and, and they gave up on him. And so, if I'm hearing you right, then if it's got to be someone who has experience starting, there's nobody else on this roster who has real experience starting besides Dak Prescott. No, no, absolutely, so, absolutely. And it's the same thing where they're at at the backup center spot. So you know, they we, want Connor Williams to show looking. he can do. So that. in Mickey Spagnola's mind, since this is mixed shots, okay. <laughs> What does Cooper Rush have to do on Sunday to win the backup quarterback 
job. Repeat what he did at Saturday least. night. And at I'm not saying he has to throw two touchdown passes, but he's got to go in there and show that he has command of the offense, that he's got quiet feet, uh, that he's not kind of looking around and doesn't know where to go with the ball. And he has to show a mojo moment. And, yeah. He has <laughs> to show yeah, a mojo moment. Yeah, they didn't do very moment. well with the mojo moment uh, <laughs> in that game defensively. Uh, but, yeah, those types of things, that you're in control. Do you know when the play's over and i got to throw the ball away? I, I, I can't, it's the small things. I like cannot get about. hit from behind in the pocket. I cannot get hit from behind. So, and and there so are certain Mickey, things Mickey, we have to lay our, hang our hats on. <laughs> Mickey cut last week's starter <laughs> on the first series of the game when he got hit by the, from behind and fumbled, right? Can't happen. You, you, made, you made the roster decision yeah, right then. that's right. Well, here, I, I've got my roster decisions right here, by the way. <laughs> he's there. He's got his roster as he's watching the game, and he just he takes a, a black marker to him when he cuts them. He, right? he and Coach McCarthy, y'all, y'all yeah. do that together. We got together, yeah, right? Sure that's like today when he didn't understand Babe's question. Yeah. He thought Babe was asking him about somebody on the team that came out of nowhere that's going to make it, right? Well, he was saying, in your past, did you have somebody that showed up in the fourth preseason game that just jumped out and you got to do it. And McCarthy, McCarthy goes, do you want me to laugh? Is, is this a joke? Is this a joke? And he, he, he thought, thought he, he was asking about this that was team. Very, that was very detailed. Yeah, he thought he was asking about this team. And, and it's like, no, no, I'm not saying this team. I wouldn't do that. I, I was talking about in your Yeah, that would, and that then would, he came that would out put with, someone else as the, the, the best horse in the race. Right, yeah, right. Can't, give away, can't give away <laughs> trade secrets, secrets, right? Just, so then he came out with about three or four names, I think, that – that guys actually did that when he was. Um, I was trying to find where it was. Uh, that Sam Shields did that. was one of them. Sam Shields, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. What about one of his wide receivers? Uh, it was Tim Tim Boyle, Matt Flynn, Sam Shields, and I forgot his first name. Cumro. Yeah, yeah. Jake Kumaro was the wide Jake receiver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you know, it had to be a wide receiver. Yeah, because somebody would do that, right? That's right. Because you know, if you go back. When we were in training camp a couple years ago, Lance Lenore was the star of Oxnard, right? And then they got to, I think it might have been the Hall of Fame game, and the lights came on, and he started fumbling <laughs> punts. He was dropping passes. And all of a sudden, where'd that guy go from Oxnard? And that happens quite a bit. But usually what happens in these games, and I remember this is about 15 years ago, Cowboys played the Vikings. Jeremy Urban returned a punt for a touchdown, and everyone's thinking, well, with that, he just won a spot on the roster. Tuesday came or Friday came <laughs> or whatever the cut-down day was, and there he was, Jeremy Urban cut. <laughs> well, I, I can remember Thousand Oaks. Um, who was the running back that was behind Tony at that time? Scott. James Jones. There was another guy. I, what I year are you remember. talking about? Like in the late '80s, and Herschel so Walker. About to leave. Yeah, no, it was a young, or, 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 or no, you know who it might have been? It might have been a defensive back, uh, Victor Scott. Yes. Yeah, he was always great in Thousand Oaks, and then when it was time to play, it was like, where'd that guy go? That's who it was. Yeah. There was another running back, though. I would have to look at the media guide. It was like this guy was great, and then all of a sudden, when the game started, where'd that guy go? Okay, when we come... Jesse Holly would be another one. <laughs> Jesse Holly. That's right. He got himself a, a job returning that fumbled punt. But he, but he, and so he made the roster. Yeah, but, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. He made yeah, the roster yeah. just by one game. Right. But there's plenty... There, 
I'd say 90% of the people who star in that final preseason game, they're getting cut anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Were you doing that game? Yes, I the was. Jesse Holly one? No, I, no. Well, I'm, I'm, no, Brad was doing it okay. because he got mad. I was interviewing Romo on the sideline, and all of a sudden we hear this screaming, and Romo and I kind of looked up, and we saw it on the screen, and it's like, oh, this guy's going all the way. <laughs> and, and, and I laid out, right? And I don't think they thought I was going to lay out. And so, yeah, he wasn't happy with me because he didn't get the call that play, I think. <laughs> it's just preseason, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> Give me a break. It's just, okay. We don't. Hey, Bill us, takes yeah, these yeah, preseason games. Let serious. him speak on no, this. Uh, us, that's like asking Bill about a cornerback uh, thing. Throw it to me. Uh, <laughs> I'm throwing that to us you, Us play-by-play guys, we get, we get there very particular go. if you Thank step you. on our call. It happened this past game, actually. <laughs> What do you mean? I mean, they were interviewing uh, Randy Gregory on the side. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and there's a right. big play. And right. You're, I'm sure you just had to eat it, right? Actually, <laughs> actually, Randy stopped talking when he saw what He's was like, happening. we need some of that. Right he, there, Randy so stopped need. talking. And I, don't, I have no idea if it got out on the air or not. I started calling the play. <laughs> anyway, anyway. That's right. Don't step on my toes, baby. <laughs> We've heard enough from this guy on the sideline. Here's a touchdown. All right. We continue with more mix shots. Can't wait for the next read next. <laughs> At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, 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 back to mixed shots. Does your Cowboys fandom go beyond the game? The NFL Fan of the Year contest is back, and we're relaunching the search for one extraordinary Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Nominate yourself or others for a chance to win a trip to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Nominate today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. 
Oh, that was so boring and good. Got nothing to make fun of. Nothing to make fun of. All right, we just got five minutes left on this edition of Mix Shots. So where do you want to go with this last five minutes? Well, how about things they still need to sort out in this last preseason game? Okay. And it's going to involve backups, right? Yes, it is. So we mentioned the quarterback. Um, I'm still looking for that backup swing tackle. Uh, and it looks like it's come down to Ty Naseki and Terrence Steele. And now the backup center, if Connor Williams can't play on Sunday, because I'm sure they would have given him snaps uh, with the first-team offense uh, to show that he could maybe be the backup center, um, they may not get to look at that in another game. And now they got to make a decision. It, do we trust him and his snaps in the game? Uh, do we go with Farniak, who may not be as good a blocker? Uh, and then other than that, you got to keep your eye on the waiver wire, I think, uh, because that's kind of a significant position. And I don't know if they want to talk Joe Looney out of retirement, hmm. but if they did. He did retire? I thought they went to another team. No, he went to the Giants. Well, okay. I, I guess the key is. They would have to trade for him. Did he file his paperwork? Yeah. and if he, and they, if, they announced him as retired. Right. And, but I don't know if he filed the paperwork but, or not. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because if he if if the Giants could have put him on retired reserve, and then you would have to trade something exactly. for him to get him off of that. That's why um, I and think that, I that think, may have been what they did. I remember the story: Tex could never uh, take Roger off the retired reserve list. He, he just couldn't do it. He, <laughs> he kept him there just in case I needed. Well, him. he's still out there trying to play. Right? Yeah, he's still exactly. out there throwing the ball. So I can understand that. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to. Uh, I was looking forward to secondary making a lot more plays. Uh, this defensive line, and especially the front seven, they've been doing very well. They've been putting the pressure down. And I was looking forward to players in the secondary making plays during the most important time of the game, you know, closing out the half. Of course, close, those last drives that we have that ended up in points for the, for the uh, opposing offense. I want to see someone come in. And I've seen guys that are making tight coverage. I've seen that. You can see improvement in how we approach uh, the tackles. Uh, we are co more coordinated in our attack. I'm still looking for that person to make the drive-ending play. You know, Darius Thompson uh, is really uh, feasting off of what the front seven is doing. Because, so we're using him in a very strategic manner when it comes to blitzes and things of that nature. When it comes to run blitzes as well, we've been doing very well as far as our uh, effectiveness, yards per carry, yards per catch. But I haven't seen the secondary make that play that takes us off the field. And when you start doing that in preseason, that's where you want to do it. Because in preseason where it starts and then it goes into the season. I haven't seen that player. Nashawn Wright's been going for it. I like the way he's doing it. I haven't seen that player, though, able to make the play to where you say, okay, that was strategic. We know that that was his game plan. He didn't just stumble into it. This is a guy that we know can have the intellect to make game-saving play, game plays and, and uh, drive-ending plays. So – the unfortunate thing for Sunday is how many of those guys are they going to let play, the, like the front-line guys. Um, and from a cornerback standpoint, the, the way without Diggs in there today, 
the way they were running the uh, the cornerbacks uh, ended up. Uh, well, actually, the first team was Joseph, Kelvin Joseph, and Anthony Brown, uh, and then the second team ended up being right uh, Nashawn Wright, mm-hmm. and I wrote down the number. I think maybe Gilbert even played some more uh, out there. Um, let me look at my list of DBs, and I'll tell you who. And so, out with there. Wilson, how long is he out? We haven't heard. We that. haven't heard that yet. Like how long that's going to be? He's key to me because He's they key. they really need him now. They you do. can you can probably start Curse and KZ at the safety position. I think they would love to have him out there. Um, you know, Kelvin Joseph will will probably be a backup, and you got uh, Maurice Kennedy, so you you can still have uh, a decent number of guys there, and we'll see how that. How works is Wilson's? Out. How was his training camp, and how was his? Well, see, he season? missed some time in the off season with was it a, a, a groin again, and he missed some time. So it, and, and then back. in training camp, he was working with. He's been working with the first. So he, he should. Be. He was. A, he should have been. He was a starter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know, with the we've talked about the safeties uh, being depleted with the the COVID, but really, I mean, if, you, if they're going to rest, they won't play Diggs for sure. Okay, and if they don't play Anthony Brown, uh, are they going to play Kelvin Joseph? I would think I, I, so. I mean, you're down to not much at cornerback. You have to play Joseph and and, and you're saying Wright. That they will play. I Joseph. think so. Yeah. Yes, I think yeah. so too. Joseph and so Wright. Joseph and Wright. If they rested or if they did not play Diggs and Brown and Jordan Lewis, you might have to play Jordan Lewis and Maurice Kennedy. Why wouldn't you play Brown? Just being a veteran guy. Just because he's your veteran and, and starter. And your starter. needs all the work he can get. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But here's what you don't <laughs> Plus want. Plus, he's young. But, but he's here's, young, though. Here's he's the young. reason. They cannot lose him. Here is the reason that you don't play uh, play a starter 11 days before your opener in a meaningless game. It's, it's not the catastrophic injury, the ACL or whatever. It's a sprained ankle that's going to keep him out 11 days from now. It's something like that. And that's, that's why they rest the starters oh, more than anything. Here's another one. Craig Zerline mm-hmm. came off pup today, so he actually kicked in live action. Five of eight. <laughs> Five of eight. Five of eight from what distance? I uh, various. We it were so far. It doesn't matter. Various it doesn't distance. really matter. And one of them. If was... they were beyond fifty. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm with this bags. I can tell by your body language. About it's not that. No simple. more than forty-five. And and it's like you know he's ready to go. You know this. You know we're gonna kick him, and he only needs a couple weeks to get ready. And I was like, well, Fossil has a lot of confidence in him. You've got a longing for Lyrum. I, I not say who <laughs> they, I have they, a longing they just, for. They just cut Lyrum. I'm sure he's still in town. <laughs> he missed his flight. <laughs> he's still at DFW. They didn't like how his last name was spelled, right? Irulahu. Yeah, Irulahu. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so, um, so yeah, that one. I, he's got a kick, right? I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Would like to see more field goal attempts Sunday than touchdowns. Do you think Steve Berline can make five out of eight? Steve Berline. We, we said the other day. We said the other day we were uh, we were talking Zerline and we, oh, oh. we accidentally said Berline and he might do just as well. <laughs> That's okay. When I, I, I've done it again and I told him about this. Um, instead of, instead of saying Donovan Wilson, I would say Donovan Lewis. 
And so when I saw Donovan, who works at the ticket, right, uh, at training camp, I said, I just promoted you to starting <laughs> starting safety, so you better live up well, to the hey, billing. Yeah, I, you know, I trouble, can't even man. remember the players' names on on this show, and we're on the Cowboys <laughs> network. So, so I, I need to complain. see some field goal attempts. Like if it's third and five and they're at the 20, throw an incompletion. I want to what Zerline out there? He hadn't right? he hadn't shown enough. And mm. and I want to see the deep snapper snap right. I mean, he's got to be perfect. We to live up to the guy who's replacing. We right? saw what 15, doesn't, 16 doesn't years matter, of perfection. Doesn't matter that Jake McQuaid has been a Pro Bowler in his career, been in the league for ten years. Mickey's got to see something from him. Yeah. Well, see, <laughs> He's no like LB. I want to see Brown. The same thing. I want to see this young man get out there and make some plays. I'm and he's going against right the first team. Offense for yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. I want to see him make plays. He's too young. It doesn't matter if he can make them or not. He's got to start. Yeah, he's got to start. <laughs> what right? have you done for me lately? That's right. That's right. Okay, that does it. What have, what have we done for everybody lately? A lot over this hour. Mm. Yeah, we've gone beyond an hour, in yes, fact. We have. All right, we'll do it again on Friday at 2 o'clock. It'll be our Jacksonville pregame show. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?